0: All wings report in.
1: House Dog, standing by. Mother Goose, standing by.
0: Low Tech Tuck, standing by. Lock S Foils in attack position. Animal Squadron ready for battle.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Animal Squadron podcast. You're here with your hairiest host, Mother Goose, and Low Tech Tuck. How's it going, buddy?
0: Oh, pretty good, man. Just, uh, just trying to recover from this episode. I know this. Was... <laughs> it rocked my world a little bit. <laughs> it was a
1: lot. This is the first episode. That I was literally like yelling at my TV. Yeah,
0: which actually I'm very curious to hear what made you yell at your TV.
1: Yeah, some good stuff, some bad stuff.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Dude, I was straight, I
0: was definitely on the edge of my seat, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, and not like bad, like I hated it, bad, like, um, that sucks. That sucks that that happened to them in that moment.
0: (laughs) That's, uh, you know what I love about us is like, you know, normally guys are yelling at their TV on Sunday afternoon watching football, but we're yelling at our TV because of Ahsoka.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) And I like that. (laughs) I like our energy. This is my football. (laughs) Go team, do the sport.
1: Go team, Uh, do the sport. Hit the guy. (laughs) Okay, so I want to talk about the title real quick. And I I don't need an answer right now. But it's called Fallen Jedi. And Mm -hmm. um, there are three people in this episode that uh, people theorize that it's talking about. Uh, Balin, Ahsoka, or Anakin.
0: Mm, Or Anakin. That's an interesting one. Mm -hmm. See, I thought that it's talking about both Ahsoka and Balin. Yeah. And it's especially, like, reflected in their fight. Yeah. Um, While I was watching their fight, I kept thinking about... Have you ever seen that... um, I guess it's just a... It's a a meme, I guess. It's just something that people post online a lot. Um, But, like, you know, it it talks about two guys that had an alcoholic father. Mm -hmm. And one became an alcoholic, and one was sober his whole life yeah and they both did it because they watched their father mm-hmm. and i think ahsoka and Balin kind of illustrates that to a degree because it's it has to do with how they watched the order fall yeah, yeah. and what they chose to do after that
1: oh that's
0: and so they're both technically fallen jedi is that's what i think
1: really good Hell that's just yeah. my thought. Hell That's yeah, just my Tucker. thought. Yeah, that's yeah. a good and then,
0: point. And then Anakin, the reason that I would throw that out is because, I mean, he's already dead. So yeah, dead. Like yeah.
1: dead is. <laughs> you hell. can't really.
0: You can't really be fallen if you're already dead.
1: <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah. Um. Well, so we have this opening scene with uh, Ahsoka and Sabine. Do you have anything here?
0: Not. A lot yet. I mean, it opens up on Cetos, which I really like that planet so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have a feeling that we aren't gonna be focused on Cetos anymore for the rest of the show, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yes. these
0: two episodes while we've been here has been cool. Yeah, the permanent autumn is pretty awesome
1: for sure. For sure, mm-hmm. I've seen a, a theory though that um, this has some sort of connection to Mortis
0: hmm okay how come um, like what like what goes along with that
1: well uh one her going into the world between worlds at the end of the episode and then also the trees <laughs> surprisingly they have this... people are like they have the same color trees it's mortis
0: oh okay it's so, like the theory is, is that Cetos is mortis or that it's just like mortis
1: well i've i've seen some people say that it 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 actually is going to end up being Mortis. I, I just, I personally think that it might have a connection to Mortis.
0: Yeah, well, because I mean, where they are with the star map is very obviously some sort of force-sensitive temple shrine right. kind of area. Right. So and that makes
1: sense. We've talked about it. I, I, I really like the theory that certain planets are. Like, Force nexuses or Force hotspots, like Tatooine. I yeah. strongly believe the Force has some weird connection with Tatooine, and um CTOS yeah. might be the same way, or, and, like, is another one. Da- the Force was strong with Dathomir. Mm-hmm. And
0: also, like Dathomir, Dagobah, like, and it's kind of weird that planets can even have light or dark side affiliation, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like
0: Dagobah, I think about like the Sith cave and then also how the theory was for a long time that that's why Yoda hid there was because mm-hmm. that would hide his signature because of all the dark side like, energy there.
1: Yeah, which ballsy mood on our boy like I, I know I know it kind of worked out for him at the end, but there really was a good chance that he would have fallen to the dark side.
0: Nah, man. Yoda's built different. He got that dog in him.
1: He is. (laughs) He is. I really think he's one of the only Jedi that could have spent that much time. Because what was it? Almost 23 years in Dathomir? Dagobah? Sorry, yes, Dagobah. Thank you. Yeah, because I will say,
0: I don't know if we're entirely sure that he goes immediately there during the dark times, or, like, how long he lives there during the dark times. Like, does he go other places? I don't know. But, yeah. I mean, it's certainly a long time. Yeah. The better part of 23 years, whatever it is.
1: Well, so, um, I don't really have much on their conversation here either. Oh, actually, no, I I do. This was a really important scene, because they're kind of, um, it's kind of foreshadowing the ending, isn't it? Where, um you can tell there's some tension between S- being and Ahsoka on what needs to be done.
0: Oh yeah. Cause like that's when Ahsoka brings up that you may need to prepare yourself that we, you know, should destroy the star map Yeah. because if, if we can't get there, then neither of us
1: should. Yeah. Sorry. I was sitting and, and yeah. I was, I was thinking about the scene and I was like, man, what a, what a nothing burger of a scene. <laughs> and then I was like wait no that's not true it was a really good
0: one nope there's some pickles on that nothing burger there's something there
1: there's something there (laughs) um next we've got them talking at the temple and by them sorry I should be more specific here Balin, Morgan, uh, Shin and Morok the boys Uh, the boys (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: B-O-I-S um
1: so I I really like this scene cuz I think it just shows that Balin really does have um have faith in
0: Shin. Shin. Yep. Yeah, and you can tell that he really has faith in her and like I think also really cares about her.
1: Mhm.
0: Mhm. Too. Which, it's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: I I agree yeah. and um I think, remind me, uh, this is a scene where they talk about, like, even if they're, like, uh, their calculations are a little wrong, they're going to, like, end up in the middle of nowhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll be lost in the void, is I think what Balin says. Which is true when you think about it, like, realistically, galaxies are hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of light years apart.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And which... that's a lot of space to get stuck in.
1: For sure for sure. You can't
0: just turn around. Oh, that is one thing that I just want to say um you know, with this episode ending how it does, I want to retroactively change what I think the ring is for and I you know, I don't think they're building a superstar destroyer. I think they're going to get a star destroyer. Yeah, and br- and bring Thrawn back. Yeah, yeah. I realized I, that whenever I was watching, I was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, like, so what we've been theorizing is like, there's there's no way, obviously, <laughs> and so like they they're definitely going to get a star destroyer because that's what Thrawn and Ezra right. are presumably on.
1: On, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was really surprised too. I I really thought they were gonna just like, you know. Get a Star Destroyer, go over, and just, like, pick up the boys, you know? They had a, yeah. they had a little too crazy night at the pub. <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> a little too crazy of a night at the pub with a bunch of pergles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> with a bunch of pergles and porgs. <laughs> yeah, I, I want some fan art of some uh, pergles uh, with a bunch of porgs living on their backs. I just feel like that would be adorable.
0: Yeah, a nice symbiotic relationship between the two. Exactly, exactly.
1: Going on (laughs) multi-galaxy adventures. (laughs)
0: Although I don't know if the Porgs can survive in space. That worries me a little bit.
1: We just, we need to make the the Purgles so large that they gain an atmosphere.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or give the little Porgs the fishbowl helmets that we make Yariel Poof wear.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is the way.
0: Because those seal in cartoons, they seal every time, so. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, well, do you have anything before we move on to the next scene?
0: No, I don't believe I do. Um, wait. Actually, oh, this is the scene too where Balin basically says that he's not Afraid of Ahsoka and the homies, but because of experience, Morgan can sense some fear in him. And I think that has to do with just him being a former Jedi. He knows exactly what they're going to do because it's stuff that he has experience with. Right. As far as these crazy hijinks kind of (laughs) missions.
1: And I really like that because it was essentially the same setup as a line we got from an earlier episode. Yeah. Uh, what what was yeah, it? If, sentimental. If I remember episode two. Sentimental, and then he says truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and then what, yep. did she, what did Morgan say this time? Fear, and he said experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah. said, do I sense fear in you? And he says experience. Yeah. That's it. Really mm-hmm. good lines. Yeah, and I also I like how Balin currently is just such the strong silent type like really he only speaks whenever he's saying something really important mm-hmm. and his lines are very choppy and short and i really like that yeah for his character design and then also later when he breaks it i think it makes what he's saying even more important whenever he starts speaking in paragraph form
1: <laughs> yeah yeah what a what a great yeah. like villain slash maybe anti-hero anti-villain Yeah, we'll find out. We will find out. <laughs> but yeah, no,
0: I do I do really like his character a lot. Him and Shin, I think they're really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, this next scene, yeah. uh, really really like I love the fact that like Sabine is clearly nervous and kind of freaking out a little bit and she's struggling to find the ammo for her blaster.
0: Oh, wait. Wait, is this – did we talk about Hu-Yang robot fight yet? That happens next.
1: So there is, there is oh, literally okay. a quick scene where we see him fixing the ship, and then the robot kind of approaches him, but they haven't started mm-hmm. throwing hands yet.
0: Oh, okay. And Sabine's struggling to find her ammo?
1: Yeah. She's, like, looking through her bag, trying to find something. Oh. Um, You know, oh, Ahsoka walks okay. up. Okay, I she, guess I didn't notice that she picks up the the ammo and hands it to her
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I just didn't remember that.
1: No, that's okay. I I but I wanted to ask like I honestly I think it's both, but do you think it's more so like she's just kind of starting getting really nervous about finding Ezra or do you think it also might be more um she knows she's going to have to fight Shin again and last time it didn't go so great.
0: Yeah, I think currently that's what she's more afraid of because I think with Sabine, what I would think as far as her character goes is I don't think she would really be that nervous about meeting Ezra until she saw him.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was thinking more like, nervous. Like then she'd start on, like, getting
0: really nervous about it.
1: More nervous in the sense of like, what if we Are fail? we going to find him? Are we going to find him? Yeah. Is he going to be dead you know, when we get there, is he going to be different? Is he still going to love me? Maybe not yeah, so much that that's last true. one.
0: And then add on top, like, and I got to fight Shin again. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: I got to fight Shin again. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think it, it is both, like you were saying. I really like how she loads the ammo into her blaster here. It kind of gives me, hmm. like, uh, shotgun vibes.
0: Oh, is she, like, loading it in, like, through a tube? Or
1: Yeah, she, you know... She, like, pushes the barrel forward and then loads a gun, uh, almost like a cube into the barrel, you know, and then pulls it oh, back. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you, like, yeah. As cool. As somebody who loves guns, you should definitely, like, go back and watch that scene at some point. It's it's a super minor detail, but one I really like.
0: Yeah. I mean, I really am a sucker for gunplay in... You know, video games, movies, whatever. I just, I like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, which, this is something we don't really get to see a lot in Star Wars. Because obviously we know that, like, um, they use blasters because they might not... Um, I think technically in the Star Wars universe, like, physical rounds are more powerful. But blasters, you can, like, uh, like the Star- Stormtroopers blaster. I think it's a single mag holds 500 rounds. Uh, which is, you know, a huge advantage for a military to have your soldiers, you know, have that much ammo without having to reload. Um, yeah. So we know this, but rarely ever do we actually get to see somebody, like, reloading their blaster. So I, I really like this. hmm Yeah, I do too. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's all I have for this scene. Again, just more, um... More Ahsoka and Sabine talking about what what needs to be done. Really setting up the this this great happy ending that we get when everybody has an okay time.
0: Exactly. The super happy ending. <laughs>
1: totally okay and we, totally not maybe dead.
0: Yep, and this episode's gonna be really short because of it. <laughs> hmm
1: Exactly. And yep. uh that's all I have till Hu Yang uh, throws some freaking hands.
0: <laughs> me too.
1: Oh, I love
0: it. First of all, I love me a robot fight. Yeah. Secondly, right? Secondly, like Hu Yang, I just love how the man's 25,000 years old and he's still getting it. He mm-hmm. doesn't care. Mm-hmm. He wants all the smoke. <laughs>
1: He wants all of the smoke. This was the first moment I yelled at the screen. I literally yelled, Huang has hands.
0: Yeah, he does. And also he's got four hands. Which he I I like four? how I used them for combat too. Yeah,
1: he just like <laughs> was bopping the, the assassin droid. It was great.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like um I don't know. It reminded me of like a scene from like Kung Fu Panda or something with like a grasshopper just.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it is very yeah, bug-like. I just thought it was cool. That's yeah. a great way because I, I knew it reminded me of something, but I couldn't, I couldn't put my tongue on it. So uh... yeah, don't good. they
0: have a little grasshopper guy that punches like that? They do. Yeah, maybe a mantis. Oh, it's a and mantis. I, yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: I think it's voiced <laughs> by Seth Rogen too, if I remember correctly. <laughs>
0: I love that. That's funny.
1: Same. Same. Oh. Uh, but had- yeah.
0: And then also, Hu Yang's presence of mind to, like, mid fight unplug what he's been working on in the ship. Yeah. So that, like, to alert everyone without causing an alarm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just mm-hmm. thought that was. What a play. What a play. Yeah. And then very Sabine smart. had no idea what was going on. And Ahsoka's line of, um, oh, Sabine says, like, that daft droid messed up our ship again. And then Ahsoka goes, he wouldn't, and then ignites her lightsabers. Yeah, solid line. Very yes. solid
1: line. Solid line really shows the difference in like their experience.
0: Yeah, and then also you can see too that, I mean, Ahsoka's been around Huyang for a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And so I, I mean, mean, they know each other real well. I would think.
1: Well, now I'm really now I'm really sad, Tucker, cuz I'm realizing that he's the only thing she has left from her childhood.
0: Oh. Every, I didn't think about that when I said it.
1: Everyone <laughs> and
0: everything <laughs> she knows is gone. <laughs> that's that's true, unfortunately. But on a happier note, um clearly her and who yang have been like friends for a long time yes they've because been because back in clone wars who back in clone wars who yang trusts a young ahsoka to help him out with the with the younglings building their lightsabers yes so, younglings sure. who would later die but anyways
1: <laughs> listen i just woke up i'm not emotionally <laughs> prepared for this
0: oh i just want to make you sad again but yeah um you know, Ahsoka and Huye are clearly friends.
1: That's, that's my point. <laughs> just, I'm sorry, but just the emotional gut punches of, they're really good friends, but they're all they have left. But he trusted her even as a child. But the kids he trusted her with are dead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, if I had another one to throw at you, I, but I don't.
1: I know you would. I don't. I know you would. How did, you, I wanted to ask, how did you feel about the, um, uh, the HK droid covering Hugh Aang's mouth, even though he, you know, is a robot?
0: Yeah, I thought that that was a really, um, uh, kind of funny add-in, because I mean, obviously I think the people choreographing the fight and writing the story would realize that droids don't have mouths. Yeah. you know <laughs> so um yeah but it, I, th- I thought it was kind of like a comedic thing like i just thought it'd be kind of funny
1: oh yeah i agree i thought it was hilarious um this really made my girlfriend mad she was like what What? what is he covering And i was like well yeah. maybe that's where his like the actual speaker probably is right there
0: mm-hmm yeah, but then also too. I mean, wouldn't you think he probably has more speakers that he can just expel the noise <laughs> probably, out of?
1: <laughs> probably. <laughs> you know what? But it was a stressful moment, right? Sometimes you're not thinking straight. Yeah. Good point. Um, good point. But yes, really good, really good fight. I I love that. Um, he actually clearly knew something, but I also think it it worked out well that he lost the fight. Like, this is an assassin droid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. And even though he's an old man who's still got it, I mean, fighting is a young man's game, so.
1: Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um
0: I wonder if droids' joints hurt. I don't know. I mean, if like, they do, they can just fix it, I would
1: think. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, clearly they can add a little WD-40, you can get new joints, new screws, but I'm wondering like if let's say if they get rusty, do they get a little uh do they feel it? How much are they aware?
0: See, now you're trying to gut punch yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah, now I'm just going
0: to a... I'm just going to give you a mental picture of a droid in a uh, garbage heap that's crushed by something and can't give up and is forced to rot away for years.
1: That's uh, see, I was like, I was, I thought I knew where you were going and I was like, this isn't going to be so bad. (laughs) And it was awful.
0: (laughs) That, that one hurts. You think he can feel it or you think he can just ignore it?
1: I, I think he can feel it and I wish I didn't.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, just, just started out there. That's all.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I really loved Ahsoka, and um, I almost said Azula. That is not the right person. Sabine. Although both like shows fighting... written by Dave Filoni. Both shows written by <laughs> Dave Filoni. Both shows freaking fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, he does he does love his A names. Um, it's true. But I really love their like teamwork here as they're fighting these like assassins and these i'm just gonna refer to them as mercenaries like because they're not stormtroopers they're not like the knights of Ren or sith or anything they're just kind of they're just kind of dudes yeah they are Um, just dudes (laughs) but their teamwork was great i'm really happy that we saw sabine in with her helmet on i'm not gonna lie i was a little worried based on the trailers that we weren't gonna have that Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I am liking the direction they're taking her as, as as a Jedi Padawan, but I, I like that they're keeping true to her Mandalorian roots.
0: Yeah, yeah. And there's also, um, there's a scene later where, you know, that never left. She's a Mandalorian yeah. through and through.
1: And She's a Mandalorian it. through and through for sure, for sure. Um, I think that's all I have on this fight.
0: Yeah, I mean, pretty much all it is is Ahsoka and Sabine really quickly kick these guys' butt, so...
1: Yeah, just absolutely killing some guys.
0: Yep, for sure. And there is that one part where Sabine lassos that dude and pulls him in, and then Ahsoka looks like she decapitates him, but...
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) really, (laughs) really lets him have it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the last thing I have... Like, after the fight, before they leave, is um, Hu Yang is like, hey, besties, make sure to stay together. You won't lose if you do. And, and then they, they totally do that. They totally <laughs> stay together and have a happy ending at the end.
0: Again, it's almost like Hu Yang's 25,000 years old and you should listen to
1: him. <laughs> right. It's almost like he has some experience. <laughs> So, do you have anything else on this before we move on to uh, Hera's scene? Nope. What a Hera moment to just mm-hmm. defy orders, <laughs> like and also, direct I like how orders the... from the chancellor.
0: Yeah, and I also love that 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 guy is you know following her around. I'm assuming one of her underlings, and he's like, um, he's like, well, you you can't just do that, and she's like, well, I'm doing it, and he's like, well, what do we, t- what do I tell the um the general counsel or whatever and she's like ah you'll think of something she just leaves and then like for a second you can see the confusion on his face and he's like think of something think of something (laughs) yeah i really i really did like that
1: moment too Mm -hmm. yeah Um, because
0: i'm sure it's happened before and will happen again for sure for sure
1: and i mean what are they gonna do like it's it's hara syndula hero of the the rebellion yeah, you got gonna fire her, <laughs> right? Like, it's pretty much like if Luke, Leia, or Han defy orders, like, it, she's almost at that level. Yeah, um, also, this was another Elijah yells at the TV moment when we first saw the ghost. Yeah, that was It is sick. my favorite Star Wars ship, and to like get to see it live action in its own series was amazing i know we've seen it like in rogue one and i'm pretty sure it was in rise of skywalker as well but those were just kind of like background shots it never really focused on it it was more for like fans of revels to point out and be like i know that chip i know that chip but like <laughs> this was actually like a main part of the story We saw characters in it. We really got to see it flying around. We got to see people talking about, like, or talking while in it. I don't know. I was just so excited.
0: Yeah, I got to see the cockpit. Also, I really hope that at some point they have to use the Phantom. That would make me very happy.
1: Me too. Me too. It was was cool seeing it in that one episode. What was that, episode two? Oh, yeah, they do use the
0: Phantom. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. But I want to see it, like... Be pooped out. I don't know <laughs> how to phrase out. that better. <laughs> <laughs> <Boop>. <laughs> yeah, just just slide right out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they eat plenty of fiber. Good mm-hmm. to go.
1: Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Gotta keep the ghost well fed. Oh, okay. This was so she's in space and like uh, a squad of X Wings come and it's it's I always forget this guy's name. Do you remember he's a Mandalorian? um oh the the asian guy um yes, yes, isn't it
0: um isn't his name lee like l e e or it something might like
1: that? be i think his Let's name's see. just something
0: short and it's also like kind of a normal name,
1: yeah, but he's such a cool like character, and I really love that they're um I really love that they're adding him in more.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also he's okay. just always present when things are about to go awry. Like, it's always it's always him and his squad, man. Right. <laughs> and it's not so, even his fault. Like, I just, I think of him as, like, you know, that, I don't know, just veteran gov- government worker that also doesn't trust the government, but things always still seem to go wrong.
1: <laughs> it's Carson.
0: His Carson. name's
1: Carson. Yeah, I knew Sorry. it was, like...
0: It's like a real normal Just a regular name. dude.
1: <laughs> <name>. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, there was a there was a quick moment and it, it didn't last long, but like when she's first flying and the X-wings like come behind her, I was like, "Dang. They they're going to try and stop her. The the, mm-hmm. the Senate actually cares." And then I was like, "Wait, no. They they're going to hell, hell yeah."
0: <laughs> Carson and the boys. Carson and
1: the boys. This was Elijah yells at TV moment number three. Uh, I really, I thought in my soul that this is how we were going to get Zeb. I was like, oh, that's perfect. He's going to be flying one of the X-Wings. Hell yeah, finally. He's coming to the series. So it showed Carson, and then one by one, it showed each of the people in the X-Wings. And after the sixth one was shown, I literally was like, no! No! We're Zeb. We're four episodes in.
0: Dude, honestly, just despite you, you know, it'd be hilarious. Is that they included another, like another rebel of Zeb's race? I forget what they call another Lasat that's not Zeb in there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yes, I I feel that Dave Filoni would do that despite me particularly.
0: And his his name's like Zed or something like it's really close, but it's not the same. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i uh, would be so sad <laughs> i'm God. guessing it's probably really expensive to make his mod like his 3d model because it looked really good in um the mandalorian but it definitely was definitely was 3d oh yeah you have to like cgi all of it i would think yeah much yeah yeah so i don't know if we'll see him much this one yeah. I definitely think we'll see him a lot in the movie just cuz like they have movie budget. Mm-hmm. But we'll just have to wait and see.
0: I also like again, if he is dead, I would just like to know what happened, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> just don't just disappear
0: yeah. him on us. I'd like to know what's going right. on.
1: Yeah. Right. Um, did you have anything else for this scene?
0: No, I mean pretty much the only thing I had was uh it's a very hera thing to do.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And, oh, and,
0: I will say, I'm I'm not really a fan of Jason so far.
1: Yeah. Especially, yeah. like,
0: his line later. Like, whatever they... Well, I'll talk about it later. But his line of gotcha. just, I have a bad feeling. It was just like...
1: I know! Well,
0: no duh, you little idiot. <laughs> Why, why'd you even
1: say that? Uh, also, Dave, or whoever... Uh, actually, I think I think it was Dave who directed this episode. Oh wait, no, it was Pete Rams, Peter Ramsey. What were you thinking, my man? What this these the line is? I have a bad feeling about this. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, it's- I was gonna say you know like if they were just doing
0: yeah, like if you were just gonna Two do. words. Yep, if you were just gonna do like you know just a cheesy Star Wars thing, like yeah, make it the whole line. Or, I mean, I I just also don't really understand why Jason had to be there, to be honest with you.
1: Right, so I I think it's like a, a motherly thing, like, my son is safest with me, but mm-hmm. I gotta disagree, Hera. Like, <laughs> I think the safest point was with the Republic fleet. Y'all
0: both could have died right there easily. <laughs> easily. Yeah. Just, a, just it, a little bit of debris would have hit you, and you would have been gone. <laughs> yeah.
1: It also kind of makes me worried that like we're gonna have an episode where that fleet gets absolutely decimated. Mm-hmm. Everyone we care, everyone we know and care about on that fleet, is not there anymore, right? So,
0: mm-hmm. oh uh, yeah, I, I could,
1: I could first see a scene where like Thrawn and his, you know, whatever fleet they built him just like jumps in and completely destroys it
0: and just out of nowhere yeah
1: yeah yeah Mm. um but yeah i think um it it really reminded me of that moment from um the last jedi where it's uh, a bb8 is technically the one to say the line i have a bad feeling about this but like they never like specify or tell us that yeah Or, or like in the movie at um and it's like it's just it's it's just one of those things. It's one of those classic lines that like you shouldn't mess with. You just, just keep yeah, it, it's man. dumb and it doesn't matter, but it's tradition. Yep, you just gotta say it. Oh yeah. Um, but again, there will be no Jake Lloyding this child. That is a Peter Ramsey fault.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that actor. I think he's a good. I think he's a pretty good actor. I just have some problems with his character
1: (laughs) yes i'm sorry i know i know that was very aggressive my friend that was not aggressive towards you that was aggressive towards any potential listeners that might be thinking about (laughs) bullying a child (laughs) i'm sorry i should have been more clear
0: as star wars fans do yeah
1: (laughs) yeah Yep. um i do you have anything else here
0: uh no Wait, yeah. Great. This is I, just, um, yeah. We're, we're still in the fleet part, okay. Yeah, but we can, we yeah. can definitely move on. Yeah.
1: Great. Uh, I love this opening shot from this next scene where like, um, it starts on the hyperspace ring and kind of like pans down to, um, Balin and Morgan. Really, really good shot. Yeah. Peter got my trust back. He lost it and then he gained it. What a son of a gun. Yeah. But- Peter, you
0: rascal. Rascal Ramsey. That's what everyone calls him.
1: That that guy. Um, <laughs> also, I was wrong. This, uh, this is the scene where they talk about the calculations. Um, and then I think this may also be the fear experience one as well. But, we, I mean, we've already talked about it. We don't have to um, rehash it. I just wanted to clarify that... I was wrong, and I'll take the ls, yep, well, that's all right. I love that um again, just anytime we can see the whole like space galaxy map thing as it like floats up and the line between the galaxies, it just whoever did the like c g i here did such a good job,
0: yeah, the star map is one of my favorite parts of the show so far yeah i really I really like the star map a lot.
1: Same, uh, and just I, I know we talked about it a little bit, but I love the scenery of this planet. It's C-toss, so yeah. pretty. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Also, fall is my favorite time of year, and it just reminds me of fall. Even the way they're dressed, like it looks like it's a little chilly out there. I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Love it, love it. Um, well, do you have anything here before we move on to uh, the fight?
0: Nope. No, I mean, most of what I have to say about, like, really anything in this show, I mean, in this episode so far, is pretty much just based in the fights.
1: Hell yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. we are 13 minutes in to the episode, we are 42 minutes into our recording, and we're now getting to the main thing we want to talk about. Hell yeah! (laughs) (laughs) The
0: main event!
1: (laughs) Um... I loved this fight.
0: We're talking about Balin versus
1: Ahsoka now? Oh, sorry. I was talking about Shin, Uh, Morak versus uh Ahsoka, uh, Sabine. Yeah, that's cool too. I
0: will say I liked Sabine and Shin's fight more than I liked Ahsoka and Merrick. And the reason I say yeah. that is... And I I think it's just because there's some limitations with live action that don't exist in animation. Yeah. But Ahsoka, like, moves too much like a person, you know? Like, it's it's not as, like, acrobatic and fast as her fighting style normally is. It's more of, like, slower, which I guess, too. I mean, she is a little older than she is in the animated series, but anyway, I mean, I still liked it. It was just a little slower than
1: I wanted. Yes. Uh, well, there weren't as let's, many stunts. let's just get, <laughs> let's just get that fight out of the way first. Then she she tails the Jedi's him pretty much and like destroys him almost <laughs> immediately.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I will say with him, what, what the twist that he is, is some it sort death of the
1: Miriam zombie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I thought yeah, that was wild.
1: I I'm not gonna lie. I think. At least personally, that was like the best thing because I was really sh- starting to get a little stressed with all the, is it uh Starkiller? Is it Ezra? Is it a clone of Luke Skywalker? Like mm-hmm. people just put so much emphasis on who this person was and then he just, he just was a zombie. Yep. Yeah.
0: And then also too, again, what forethought on Filoni's part, like, because you have to expect that people are going to be br- bringing all of those theories into play in order to kill them.
1: Yeah. And I just yeah. I love,
0: I love that amount of forethought. It's just genius to me. I think it's amazing.
1: I know that man was just laughing at all the tweets and videos oh, yeah. of who Merrick is. Yep. I love it. I love it. And... <laughs> I do think that because of like fan hype and let's be real, like the show the show definitely like you were saying played into it with they never unmasking him. they <laughs> wanted people to theorize, so oh, I, I think, do think there, do there are I do think there are gonna be people who are disappointed uh, and you know what if you are, that's totally valid like yeah, fan expectations were really high, the show was leading into it like i I get it. I get why you felt that way. Yeah, but me but personally, also, I love that he was a zombie.
0: Yeah, I mean, like if if there is a fan out there that's not happy with how this twist went, I mean, like my only encouragement would be also like sometimes that's just how twists work, man. Like I don't know, I've had twists before that I was like, oh, like that's not what I wanted to happen, but that's yeah. sometimes part of what make what makes a twist fun. Sometimes, yeah. Sure. It's something way For out sure. of the blue that you never expected.
1: And if you're a live action only fan, uh, I definitely would recommend go watching the Clone Wars because um, we get to see more of these like Dathmerian zombies and they're, I don't know, the lore behind them is really cool. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. actually you've been saying uh, multiple times over this podcast that this specific uh, Inquisitor reminds you of the one from Rebels and like
0: now I think that we know be. he
1: was dead the whole time, yeah, it might it, have been. It might
0: have been. Morgan may have found him and resurrected him. I don't know, because that is one thing. Yeah. Also, too, like, if anyone is going to go watch those episodes of Clone Wars, another thing you should watch, and just look it up on YouTube, is look up uh, Jedi Fallen Order and just the cinematic scenes, and I think you oh, could yeah. learn a lot, too, about the Knights. Yeah, I forgot
1: they had their... their- uh them there as well. Good good plug, Tug.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those two things, if you want to learn about uh Dathomir and their culture and Sith magic and stuff, those are great, great forms of media.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um well I I really liked this fight between um Shin and Sabine. I think it really highlighted both of them well. Like Shin is very clearly more powerful in the force you know she's pushing Sabine around I love that moment where Sabine like tries to force push Shin and it doesn't work and so she just puts her hand down and uses a little rocket from her
0: Mandalorian gauntlet well and that's what I was talking about as far as like she always will be a Mandalorian I love it
1: (laughs) yeah that was amazing
0: yeah, one thing I like, too, is not only could you see that Shin is much better than Sabine as far as, uh what's it, like, lightsaber combat, force ability, mm. like, all of it, really. Sabine, I really think, hangs in there with kind of the, the Obi-Wan school of teaching of just be smarter than them, even though they're better yeah. than you. And uh, that's why I think she's able to hang in there. And then, too, you can really see that her training is paying off so far. She is quite a bit better.
1: Yes. Yes. Than she was,
0: um, you know, I don't know, probably days before, I'm guessing, is the first episode to the third episode. But, I mean, you know, I, I think just Ahsoka and Hu Yang have just really been making her train her butt off, and I think it's working.
1: Yeah, and I think part of it is, like, she's had lightsaber training before, obviously she's a Mandalorian, so she is a very skilled warrior, just in general. I think she was just, not that Shin wouldn't have won either way, but I also think that Sabine was just a little rusty. I don't know if she's been doing, like, we know she wasn't doing any, like, Jedi training, but I don't know if she was, like, doing any, like, Mandalorian combat training either in these last few years.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we know she put all of her stuff away, so... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she she may have just decided to be living a life of peace and not
1: really doing anything like that. Right. Um, and then I think the last thing I wanted to point out is just the whole, like, like Yuang said, they you know, you'll be better if you stay together, and then Ahsoka, she has a moment. She has a moment where she could come help Sabine, and mm-hmm. she doesn't, and she runs off, and that... That was Elijah yells at screen number. I don't know. I think you're at four or five.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then also, you know, I really think those two together could have beaten Shin quickly. Oh, easy. I mean, pretty quickly. I mean, Ahsoka could have by herself, but I think with Sabine there especially, they could have. I think they even could have captured her alive pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, which I think yeah. would be the harder of the two things to do between killer and capture alive. But I even think they could have captured alive within yeah. minutes, like easily.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, that's all I have. Are you ready to talk about the, the big one? The big one. Yeah. Yes, I am. Well, so. They fight I'm, I'm gonna... in the star
0: map, first of all, which is so cool. But go ahead.
1: <laughs> yes, I, I've got one major point I want to make, and then I'm going to kind of let you lead lead this conversation because I know you have a lot you want to talk about. Um, yeah, just the fact that like I I love how slow the fight starts as they like start taking different stances and they they're watching each other and they're learning and like it clearly is two masters who are not they are they are they know for a like, 100%, do not underestimate this person because they have the skill to kill me if I don't do things right. And I love that.
0: Oh, yeah, just sizing each other up. And they were also Mm -hmm. doing that classic thing of, like, they're sizing each other up, but they're also walking in a circle. And I love that trip. I think it looks cool every time.
1: Hell, yeah. Well, I, I know you're really excited. What do you have for us, my friend?
0: Okay, so... Um, We start out with some dialogue and I won't go into it line by line because I know people's time is precious and you probably watched the episode already. But anyways, so he's trying like while they're sizing each other up, Balin, in my opinion, is trying to throw Ahsoka off balance Um, Mm -hmm. because the first comment he makes is about Anakin. So he just immediately goes for the throat. As far as her emotions go. Um, Yeah. And. Oh, and she retorts back. Um, He says, Anakin spoke very highly of you. And then she says, oh, that's funny. He never mentioned you. Which I was just Mm. like, oh, like what a great.
1: That isn't
0: a. What a great line. Yeah. Yeah. And also like what a great way to snap back at someone who's trying to get your goat. Like you're just like. No, you're you're not gonna do it. <laughs> In fact, I'm gonna get yeah. yours. I have the power. Hell
1: yeah.
0: Um, and then Balin brings up like, well, you know, everyone knew Anakin Skywalker, and um, I'm sure it left a scar what he became or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she says, I'm not here to talk about my past, but the way she says it, I think he does get her. I think she's a little angry think, right there mm-hmm. when she when she throws her cloak, it's like Oh man. Unleash the beast. But also, I think it does throw her off balance a little bit. I think Balin got what he yeah. wanted. Mm-hmm. Um. And they have... They proceed to have, like, about... What? Three minutes of a really cool lightsaber battle. I don't know if I can yeah. honestly say that it's my favorite one, but it is very good. And... um. You know, like I said earlier, the thing that came to mind mostly was just how their fight symbolically illustrates how when Order 66 happened, the surviving Jedi basically had two choices. Yeah. And Balin and Ahsoka exemplify both of those choices.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. That was a really good point.
0: Yeah. Um... And then another thing I was thinking about during this fight, and it's gonna—I'm gonna add on to it here in a second—but I was thinking about Balin's lightsaber color, and I want to add on to my theory. Not only do I think that it's orange because he hasn't because he hasn't fully turned yet, but also I think it's orange because his original lightsaber color was green, and he was a Jedi Consular. Is what I think. Okay. Um and then to go with that, I think that if a Jedi Guardian was to start turning, their lightsaber would start to turn more pink or purple.
1: Interesting. As the, okay. As
0: the crystal bleeds. Yeah. Um, and it kind of fits into like there's been a long time theory that the reason that Mace Windu's lightsaber was purple. Like, to make it fit into the story. The truth is that Samuel L. Jackson wanted a purple lightsaber. But mm-hmm. um, in Star Wars, it's that he had a tendency to use the dark side, but use it to his advantage as a Jedi. You know, that he yeah. would use um, some of the aggression and stuff that comes with the dark side to aid him. And yeah. so I think that this kind of plays into that a little bit.
1: Okay, and so I think Balin's I think
0: Balin's original lightsaber color was green, and that's why his blade is more orange as he's turning.
1: Yeah, okay,
0: and I'll add on to it in a second, like I said, but
1: right because it's not it not it's not just like a quick a quick change like um, what's his face from Dagon from Mm -hmm. Jedi Survivor. Yeah,
0: but you know another thing as far as that goes, Dagon. There's basically one of two things. I think either he was able to bleed his crystal faster Mm -hmm. because of his presence on Dathomir and also having so much access to do evil, horrible things that you need to do to bleed your crystal, like killing and enslaving and all that stuff. And so I think either he was able to (laughs) turn quicker because of that or maybe the synthetic crystals are still a thing and maybe he was cutting quarters found a synthetic crystal somewhere and just made it red
1: maybe i think i think we saw it actually bleed in but i can't remember and i don't remember either yeah, well, but now I anyway. gotta go back and play Jedi Survivor, I guess. Oh, darn. Aw, <laughs> oh, shucks. I'm gonna have such a bad time with one of my favorite video games ever. <laughs> um, no, I I agree. I don't think this is my favorite fight, but I, I definitely think it's top five, maybe even top three.
0: Mm-hmm. And I do like, too, how you were talking about with the strategy. Like, the fight also starts speeding up, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, as they get to know each other a little bit, they both start fighting faster and faster and faster.
1: Yes. I I also really love the fact that Ahsoka, like, clearly only uses one lightsaber because that's what she needs in this moment. Like, I saw some people talking about, like, why doesn't she use two? But really, in combat, when you're fighting a very skilled opponent, like, one lightsaber probably is better. So well, you yeah that also really focus on yeah that one like blocking and countering
0: yeah and we're talking about space wizards with superpowers um I think it'd right. be really nice to have a free hand um <laughs> yeah for sure because yeah. <laughs> I mean like that that short blade I really think that the purpose of that blade is basically a shield yeah pretty much um which
1: is Great in the Clone Wars and the, um, yeah, against blasters or multiple
0: opponents or Mm -hmm. stuff like that. It's perfect. But if you're going one on one with a Jedi Master, she probably wants to have that hand free. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or she's trying to see if she can get him to forget about it too and use it to (laughs) her advantage. Which I could see that being part of her strategy too.
1: Like a last minute, like, they're blocking at the top, and then she, she just boom, slowly yeah. reaches down. Yeah,
0: yeah, just catches yeah, him sleeping a little bit. Yeah,
1: um, but truly, just a fantastic fight. I love that moment. Like I was so excited when Ahsoka like got the um, map out of the thing and she stopped it. And I should have known at that moment. I should have. I shouldn't have given myself hope because I was like, hell yeah, the good guys won. They did it. <laughs> why is there still 10 minutes left in the episode
0: <laughs> yep yep what did you think about it burning her
1: i thought that was a really cool detail it's not something i was expecting but i guess if it's like one creating energy with this map but also like has that Dathmirian fire underneath like
0: mm-hmm. makes sense what do yeah. you think also i wonder too with force magic Slash Sith Magic, whatever you want to call it, it working the way it does. It also wouldn't surprise me if there is some sort of curse on it.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: That like that's why it burns her too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I really like the moment at the end where they're like on the edge and um she sees Shin run in and like there's there's a moment where she's like, Oh, oh Sabine died. Mm-hmm. You know, and I—I I think she does. She gives into the dark side just—just just a little teeny bit.
0: Oh yeah, and that's why she just throttles her real quick, just dashes her against the rock.
1: I did kind of think, I, my, in that moment, I was like, Ahsoka just killed her, and Balin is going to lose it.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I thought too. I was like, Holy crap! Like, you know, she just did one of those, loses her temper, and then just like did something real quick and then she's going to regret it is kind of what I thought. Right. But.
1: Yeah. That ain't what happens. And then she becomes the titular fallen Jedi from the title. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: That um, is what happens. And I think, remind me, um, does Sabine see her get pushed off or does she show up at it's just Uh, Balin.
0: I think she shows up, like, the second that Ahsoka gets thrown.
1: See, which to me is- makes the ending even more crazy, because- But, like, I don't know if
0: she actually sees her fall. I think Ahsoka's, like, you know, off the cliff and falling when Sabine
1: runs up. Sorry, I just brought it up. She definitely Mm. sees Ahsoka fall. Oh, jeez. Sorry, just the shock- like I I not have any audio, but like there's just so much emotion as she like screams no, and she like pulls out her blaster and starts shooting, and like see that feels very natural. Hmm.
0: Yeah. And then also speaking of feels very natural, dude, Balin stopping those save. I mean those uh those bolts, those blaster bolts. That was incredible. Yeah. Um. I mean, you can like, tell that boy fought in the Clone Wars big time
1: hmm He's not even, tr- like, trying.
0: No, no, he's just... And also, like, if you think about it, too, with how fast those are moving and how close he is to her... Mm-hmm. Like, you'd have to be a Jedi to be able to block that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh... You know, uh he's, he's powerful in the Force for sure. Oh. So, while we're on this part, Balin is talking to Sabine. Again, I won't go into it line by line, because I would think that you guys have watched the episode already. But the way that he's talking to Sabine about the star map, and this is that part where I mentioned earlier that he starts speaking in paragraph form, Mm -hmm. and he's being very... um, I mean, manipulative is the right word, but he's negotiating with her. Yeah. And what Jedi negotiate the most? The consular's.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Very Jedi counselor of you, my boy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, I think, and that's, that's mostly why, like, whenever he was talking there, um, that's kind of what really set me on the, holy crap, I think Balaam was a Jedi counselor. Yeah. Wagon. That's, you know, that's just my theory.
1: No, I, I agree, and... Um, I was just, this scene just, I was feeling so many emotions. Like, I was sad because of Ahsoka. I was sad because of, like, clearly Sabine is, like, giving in to this temptation. But also, we learned that her, we get the confirmation that her family's dead. And that, you know, most likely they died at the night of a thousand tears. And also, maybe her and Ahsoka had a chance to stop it, and they didn't.
0: Mm-hmm. Which that also or, uh, could, what if that was the breaking point also?
1: I think it was, and I, I don't know, like, just to clarify what I just said, I don't know if they could have stopped it, but I think I think Sabine thinks they could, could have if they were there.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like knowing knowing Sabine, I'm sure she's got, well, and also I'm sure she's got big time survivor's guilt, too. Yeah. Like, I should yeah. have been there, I should have died with my family, I should have, you know. Do you like think that
1: do you think her pe- she knows that her people have reclaimed Mandalore? No,
0: I don't think she has any idea.
1: Yeah. So because I mean probably, the, the Empire's fractured, so I mean it.
0: it Yeah, I mean it's not like you would get a um a radio call one day or anything. Right. Right. Um and also the Mandalorians like while they were being pretty public with other Mandalorians, I mean, it was still pretty covert, because not even the New yeah. Republic stepped in to help, so I I really don't think there's any way that
1: she knows. I, I don't know. I'm really torn, because, like, she clearly cares about Ezra a lot, and, like, Balin did a really good job manipulating her, but specifically, that he was using lines like, your only family left, and I was I was sitting there like, what about Hera and Chopper and Jason and Zeb? Like, they matter, too!
0: yeah but that's not how you isolate somebody
1: <laughs> right exactly yep exactly mm-hmm. yep. and uh i i loved I loved that she was smart enough to use the map against him. I hate <laughs> that she wasn't smart enough to go through with it, <laughs> yeah just
0: kill it yep
1: do you have anything else on this scene?
0: oh I mean the whole time I was watching it, like I was really hoping for like that classic thing of like, you know, maybe Sabine and Balin get into a fight, and then like right when things look really desperate, all of a sudden we see a white lightsaber or something.
1: Go through them? Yes! Mm -hmm.
0: Like I was really hoping for maybe like Ahsoka you know, didn't fall off the cliff like she hung on somehow or, you know, something. But, I don't think we're that lucky. However, I don't think Ahsoka's dead, I will say.
1: So I really, I really love this moment with shin where like she clearly gives into the dark side and starts choking out sabine and then Balin. it does take him a second but he is able to stop her like one he i think between the two he definitely is leaning more towards the light than shin is but like the fact that she still has some Respect, or enough respect for him to stop when she clearly has a chance to kill this person that she doesn't like.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and again, too, I really think that Shin and Balin are dark Jedi. They're not Sith. I just really don't think
1: they are. I definitely... Mm. I, I think there's a chance they might, you know... They're crossing that line, and as, you know, the dark side has been described, it is this, like um corrosive corrupting force and I, I don't think I just don't think it's possible for them to stay Dark Jedi. Like they will eventually be corrupted if they don't, you know Oh go yeah, back like you you can't sit on the fence. Yeah. I got right. you. Right. At least not not forever. I I think they probably can for a while, but not mm-hmm. not forever.
0: Yeah. Yeah I mean we we've, we've never seen someone sit on the fence successfully between the light and
1: dark. Yeah. 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 I think this is probably our best example so far.
0: Yeah, I mean, Luke, you get a little... I mean, he uses a couple dark side powers every now and then. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wouldn't say that that's turning. I mean, he's pretty firmly on the light side, even whenever he chokes yeah. out those Gamorian guards. I mean...
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's straight chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I I interrupted you. What what were you gonna say? Oh,
0: so my other thing about this part, I forget where it's mentioned. I think it's whenever he's talking to Sabine at this point, um, like after Shin chokes him. But basically, he reveals again that or no no, it's when he's talking to Ahsoka. Like his plan is not to start a war. Like mm-hmm. he says, Thrawn's gonna start a war. I'm not here to start a war. And yeah. um and then he said like something something about I'm going there for something much bigger. And right. I really think there's another Jedi order over there. I really believe yeah. that that's why that's why Balin has bought into it. Or he's been tricked into believing that there is.
1: That there is one, one. of the two. Yeah. Um
0: yeah. Like I, I think he really believes in um, the, you know, bridge to Peoria Jedi story, and I think he yeah. he really is going there to restore the Jedi Order as his plan.
1: I I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. Now, or I think make the Jedi Order
0: one. in his image. One of the two,
1: right? <laughs> I think this is brings up a moral question of. Hypothetically, somebody walks in and says, hey, I want to buy a gun and I'm going to use it to go shoot some people. Mm-hmm. Like, th- this is what Balin comes across. He's like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to sell this guy the gun because I can use the money to go buy myself like something really cool. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care if he's g- I know he's going to do bad things, but I don't care because I'm getting the money out of it.
0: Yeah, which is. I think Balin's fault, I think that's his biggest fault, is that he, I think, is so caught up in the way the Jedi Order was and how good life was that he thinks that he has license to do whatever he needs to do to make that happen again.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think Um, think actually that's how he has turned to the dark side, or is turning to the dark side is not yeah. because of your normal thing like selfish reasons or fear or anything like that. I don't really think he struggles with that. I think, honestly, he struggles with he wants the Jedi Order back so bad that he will do anything and kill anybody to get there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Um, well, Let's see. I think next we have, we have Hera and them showing up. Hera and the boys. Mm-hmm. And, man, am I mad they didn't bring the whole fleet.
0: Yeah, but also, I don't know if they could have stopped it either way.
1: Yeah. I, I, I don't, agree. I don't really
0: think it would matter.
1: I was really worried here that we were going to get... Like, this is the... I know we talked about how, like, we felt really confident they weren't going to kill Hera. I was mm-hmm. not feeling confident in that moment.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whenever the, um, like her ship started losing control after the blast, I was like, "Uh oh, this doesn't look yeah. good." Yeah,
1: <laughs> I will admit this is my next this is my next Elijah yells at TV moment. When that went off and all the like, not all, but most of the X wings started blowing up, I was like, "Yeah, maybe it's a good thing Zeb wasn't there." Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, I didn't think about that, but yeah, maybe that's proof that he's not dead. The reason that they didn't yeah. put him in there,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but I really liked, I really liked the detail on this, like their hyperspace ring is so large and so powerful that like it left a trail behind it. Like it, Mm -hmm. it's like it scarred space. I don't think permanently, but you know, at least temporarily it scarred space. And I love that.
0: Yeah. I think it, I think they straight up ripped a hole through space and time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which is wild. Um, oh shoot! Also, sorry. I thought this scene was after, but how it can't be after because it's still on the planet and they've already left. Uh, just a small detail that I wanted to point out was the fact that they handcuffed Sabine. Like mm-hmm. they manipulated her, but they don't trust her.
0: Yeah, but also, I mean, that's that's just being smart.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, for yeah. sure. For sure. <laughs> well. I don't think I have anything until the uh, our last scene. Do you have anything else, my friend?
0: No, I don't.
1: I am unbelievably, astronomically hyped for this.
0: Oh, me too, dude. <laughs> me too.
1: I have wanted to hear Hayden Christensen say, Hey, Snips, for so long. Long, like I think since we knew we were getting live action Ahsoka, I have,
0: yeah,
1: just so desperately wanted a live action interaction between these two. And I think it's like, straight
0: up been three years, right? Yeah, right, three years okay. <laughs> that we've been waiting real for real quick
1: those. before we get into it. That, that shot where it transitions from like the water of the planet to like mm-hmm. the world between worlds absolutely beautiful, absolutely yeah. beautiful,
0: yep, but yeah. like.
1: This was my, this was my last uh yell at screen moment. Like she she stands up and I literally was like no shot. Shut your face. Don't you do this to me. And then it did it did done it. It did it to me.
0: <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry my friend. So I've cool. been hype
1: and yelling. What what do you have?
0: No, you're good. I I mean, I do love the World Between Worlds. I think that's I don't know. Just the ethereal plane is really cool, but yeah, yeah. I really, I mean, obviously there, there's one line or two lines in the whole scene. It's mm-hmm. hey, Snips and Master. That's pretty much it. <laughs> and um, yeah, she goes Master, yeah. and that's it.
1: Yeah, and I think um, there's, there's one more where he says it. Um, it took you uh, you're here oh, sooner than I thought you would. Something like yeah. that. Yeah 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 and
0: so a couple of things here a just cosmetically i really like the way they did hayden christensen's makeup i think they did a yeah. pretty solid job of making him look 20 years younger yeah. um it which you know i mean the the real life guy it's been 20 years since he was anakin skywalker last almost <laughs>
1: No, you're 18, right. I guess, Sorry, but, yeah. I, I was just realizing how old I was. <laughs> yeah,
0: and um, and I think they did a, a pretty stinking good job of making him look no. like, Anakin at Episode Three, Anakin, yeah. Clone Wars, Anakin at that. So, yeah. Um, you know, bravo to that. And, you know, I I love, how much the Star Wars community, is hyping up and standing behind Hayden Christensen now. I really think that mm-hmm. we are in a we are in a place where, as a prequel boy. That this is going to be the golden age of the prequel. This is where like people will actually start to like them, and I love mm-hmm. it. I've been dreaming about this for years.
1: <laughs> we are eating good. No longer do we have yes, to watch sir. twenty thirty minute videos trashing the prequels.
0: Yeah, trashing like one of our favorite movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, But anyways, Um, yeah, so I'm pumped about that, and then the line of, you're here sooner than I thought, makes me think that at least Anakin thinks that Ahsoka's dead. Yeah. And so I think one of two things need to happen, and either Ahsoka is dead and they're going to resurrect her somehow, which is going to be sick, especially if it's through the light side again, or... She's not dead, and this is all just a dream, which might hurt a little yeah. bit. But I do think that maybe if it is a dream, um it's Anakin's ghost reaching out to her, and then we'll get to yeah. see
1: him more throughout the show so on a couple things i i'm gonna talk I wanna talk about both. So I'll start with the dream one. I think if it is a dream. She's at least close to dying. Like, she's floating in the water, like, yeah, near she felt death. Yeah,
0: like, she fell, like, 50 feet
1: and yeah, on her head. Sure. I so mean, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think she's uh, having a coma dream, is what I think. But. <laughs> I definitely think there will still be some consequences to it. But mm-hmm. I, I'm i leaning more towards the, her being dead. And remember how I think in episode two I was complaining about the, like, small retcon on the scene that was from Rebels. And it mm-hmm. literally the only difference was that she had a different outfit on. Yeah, uh, I I think this is a minor retcon on Dave's part. I think that we are getting because everyone joked about her being like Gandalf the Gray to Gandalf the White. Mm. I think that's exactly what's happening here. Uh, Dave has just kind of shifted like um, when when it happened. So it clearly he thought it happened before she picked up Sabine. Now it's a little after, uh, which. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how I feel about him kind of retconning his own stuff now. Like, we've talked about him retconning book stuff, but, Mm -hmm. um, I, I I think that's what we're getting. We're, we're going to get her coming back as, uh, Ahsoka the White, essentially.
0: Yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. And then also, I mean, as far as the retcon thing goes, I mean, we do know that the Force exists in all time and all Mm -hmm. of the time yeah and so you know i mean maybe this is the moment when the light side revived her and it's only happened yeah. once
1: yeah i i agree and um i, I mean i, I know was- that's
0: kind of a crazy mind bender thing to say but if she is, i think maybe
1: yeah if she is dead i've got I have three. I'm sorry. I have three theories. I'll run through them all really quickly. Yeah, it's good. Anakin, and it's just his Force Ghosts that coming to talk to him. Um, okay, maybe four. Or it, it's either Anakin as a Force Ghost, or he has become the balance in the Force and has essentially become the Grim Reaper. I have um, seen that. It's the Sun. I've heard people talk about that.
0: And Ahsoka is the uh, daughter. I mean, like, her spirit lives in Ahsoka. We do know
1: that. Right. Um, so, yeah. And then, lastly, I was thinking, it, it may not be the sun, but it also might be another force being, also pretending to be Anakin. Like, I think the sun would be male- malevolent, but this other force being might be like a, I took a form that would make you feel more comfortable. Mm. Like, a, trying to and- be helpful, but might also come across as a little creepy.
0: Yeah, well, and then also, took like, with the Vader thing at the end of the episode, like how it plays the first three notes of that song, bum, bum, mm-hmm. bum, and then it just pretty much goes away. Um, yeah. You know, what if, too, it is the son, and he's not back as Anakin, he's back as Vader?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: That'd be interesting.
1: No, I... I genuinely, like, personally, I think it is actually Anakin. Yeah, I do And too. that, um, I really do think that Anakin is the representation of balance in the Force. And that's why mm-hmm. we see physically Anakin, but then I think it's Vader's lightsaber, and we get mm-hmm. Vader's music. It's showing that Anakin is, he spent 23 years in the light and 23 years in the dark. He is the balance, and... They wanted to show both sides of him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, he's, like, as far as the, the gods of Mortis go, I mean, like, I think an appropriate way to compare him actually would be to the father.
1: Father. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, because that's that's the role he was supposed to take.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's, that's actually who Anakin is in the Force after his death.
1: Yeah. Well, I have one mm-hmm. more, just absolutely crackpot theory. Um, yeah. Before I'm finished, but I wanted to, you know, just see if you had anything else you want to talk about with this scene. Mm-mm. No, I don't. Gotcha. So, again, I do not think this is going to happen. But I was watching this episode, and I, I kind of thought about it, and I was like, if hypothetically Disney was to retcon the uh, sequel trilogy, this would be the exact moment to do it. where because she's in the world between worlds, she can see the past and the future, and I think how they could handle it really well would be um, Anakin could show her something in the future and said, hey, this happens, right? And this leads to the eventual fall of, like, this is a major battle they lost, which lets the, you know... I don't think he'd say it, but maybe we could see it, uh, like, as they're walking through, Um, you know, this led to the New Republic being weakened, and the First Order being able to rise up, and Palpatine being resurrected, and, like, sorry, my cats are being little turds. Um, If they were to do it, I think this would be the perfect way to do it, explain it, and make it make sense. Mm, okay. Like, hit like Anakin essentially saying, like, hey, this is, like, either this is a major moment that you need to go change, or this is what the universe becomes with you being dead. And uh, we mm-hmm. don't really want that, so, you know, here you go, here's a second chance at life.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of a, um, That reminds me of, like, Harry Potter, like how he gets resurrected, you know? Yeah, in the Deathly Hellows. and it's just because mm-hmm. like he he just can't lose, like he's not fated to lose, right? So he just right he just gets resurrected. Like I mean, I think I think that's also maybe how they're going to take it. Yeah, it's just Ahsoka so, just wasn't supposed to die. Yeah, so mm-hmm.
1: I, again, I just I don't think they're going to re- at this point. I don't think they're going to uh, retcon the sequels, especially with another sequel movie having already been announced. But mm. I just think if it were to happen, literally this this is the only moment I think that they could do it and it naturally, like, feel good. Like, it not just feel weird.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't be awkward. Yeah. But you could just explain it once and it's good to go.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I definitely think this was the best episode so far.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Also, I love being right. <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> I just got to brag a little bit. You were right, my man. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> I called the jump. <laughs>
1: this is amazing. Again, just a reminder, we're recording this before we watched episode five. So, you know, anything we're wrong, like we're probably wrong about some things, but, you know, it's just timing wise, I, I promise. But feel free to correct us. Uh, our email is animalsquadron at gmail.com. Again, that is animalsquadron at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, please. Um, anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. We really do appreciate it. Uh, if you'd feel, you know, if you want to leave us a review wherever you're listening, that would be great. That'd help us a lot. Uh, also, the question of the week, if you're listening on Spotify, will just be what you thought of Ahsoka episode four, The Fallen Jedi. And uh, for the Animal Squadron, this has been Mother Goose. And Low Tech Goodbye, everybody. Adios.